Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 37. I'm here with Cody, Luke, Richie, and myself, Graham. And I, I don't think we've got anything crazy to report this week. A couple things here and there, uh, work-wise. You know, it was 4th of July weekend. Lots of fun and adventures going on there. Um, I know I had a, a bunch of little stuff going on with my vehicles that may be worth mentioning. Uh, was from the Cherokee, I did a, a battery tray. I've had an issue, and I think all Cherokees have issues with those, uh, the plastic battery trays with the little posts. I don't know about you guys, but the far forward one on mine has always been broken. It was just sort of, it hmm. was there, it was holding everything down, but it was never connected to the plastic part. I had to kind of like put it in there, and then it was bolted to this tab, and it all just sort of it maintained itself in there. It was solid, but it it was never right. See, so. mine have always been ratchet strapped down, so I never even cared for that problem because I did have that one on my 95, my current one. I have the two posts. I just don't have the top plate. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the top plate's kind of important. I at least have that. And that's oh, ratchet straps. That's why I've been, that's how I've been able to baby it all these years. But after Richie's, you know, a couple weeks ago, I looked at it and the post was gone. And the battery hadn't really moved around, but that one post was holding everything tight, and then it wasn't tight anymore. Oh, and God. It, sure. It, it was time. Blame my property. No, your property definitely uh, tests all my shitty parts, like <laughs> my factory battery tray. So I got so a new before... one. What? Oh, sorry. I was going to say, uh, before we go too far into a diatribe on Jeeps, how is everyone's fourth? <laughs> I mean, oh god i mean well well he can go ahead richie that seemed very maniacal um saturday after getting out of work i found out that i cannot race mini bikes if i have more than like 10 11 beers in me i will crash uh well that's a given that's kind yeah. of expected output but i bet See, it was fun Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Wait, so by mini bike, are you talking like the tractor supply, like Craftsman, yeah, Craftsman's actually. ones, dude? Yeah, I, the exact I went, tractor supply. Dude, I went to Tractor Supply. Sorry, sorry to like kind of cut you off, but I went to oh, Tractor yeah, Supply no. to get some bolts for the uh, because nobody fucking reminded me that when you do stiffeners, that your steering box bolts no longer fucking work. So now I have to get <laughs> new ones. <laughs> but I look at I'm looking at I'm like, dude, for six hundred and fifty bucks, I'm like. This would be such a sick Badlands Ripper. I'm like, I fucking want one. So sorry that, like, it's just kind of funny that you were like, no, I, I agree. I agree. It'd, it'd be a good place to uh, use one for sure. See, but, then, uh, and if it works, like, if I like, if my Jeep breaks, then I'll just follow you guys on the reds. It'll be mint. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> totally. Me and Jake no, always joke. Oh, sorry, guys. Me and Jake they move joke too. Of, oh, sorry, Richie, you, you go. I'm, I'm sorry, Greg. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> It was your story. I'm interjecting. Continue. Oh no, I was I was just saying the mini bikes move even with me on them. It still moves. Yeah, well, they they said that they go like twenty six or something like that. Some some. I, speed. I was not doing no twenty six. Maybe downhill, but <laughs> still, like for for such a small bike, it still moves. <laughs> so you were were you racing it or were you just like? driving around like an asshole and then wiped out no no i was racing my uh brother-in-law 
Oh God. He he was on another one from Tractor Supply. <laughs> Not even playing field. Everybody has the same. Yeah, yeah. Same horse. All power. the trash. <laughs> Although I uh I I kind of forgot that uh the in laws uh field floods whenever there's a lot of rain. And so I ended up clipping a like eight inch deep puddle of water. Oh boy. And I I fucking Ate it. Did the handlebars start wiggling? Like you hit it, you just... No, no, no? Uh, the handlebars locked all the way to one side and <laughs> see the way you fix that when you have a faster bike is you just throttle out harder to get the light the front end a little lighter and you can just kind of skip across. I was it. wide open. Yeah, yeah. Well on that bike it ain't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> and then um on Sunday we did uh the fireworks for the third year in a row. And I had a 16-ounce bottle rocket explode eight feet from me on the ground. Holy shit. So let it, me guess. Let me guess. You stuck it in the ground, and it just stayed there. Yep. Yep. I've done now, that before. I've done that I, before. I will <laughs> say, it's the third year that we've gotten these bottle rockets, and it's the third year that I did the same thing where I stick it in the ground, and then I pull it back up so it's loose. Never had a problem. For some reason this year, problem. <laughs> so are they like the ones that looks like a big old egg on top of like a really kind of big stick? No, a mini stick of dynamite is oh. what it looks like. Yeah, we, we were playing around with a few of those, but I had one that like, I'm, I'm talking a sizable egg. Like, I don't know, probably the size of like my foot, but an egg. And we did the exact same thing. We stuck it in the ground, and it was pretty big. So we just assumed that it would take off. We lit it. It just went, boo! <laughs> it shot like an explosion across the whole entire yard. It was. So it's always a time when you realize that it's time to run. I I ended up just <laughs> tackling a uh, kid because we had a 15 year old with us. Mm-hmm. So I, I just tackled him and just laid on top of him to make sure he didn't get hurt. Because he, he was right behind me, you know? <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, my, my side's all uh, bruised up and shit. Dumbass. Yeah. Um, What did you guys, what else did you guys do? I moved a friend of mine who uh, came down to Tennessee and Nice. That's that fun. was kind of fun. Um, so they came down here. He's got a 2012 white F250 6.7 uh, quad cab 8-foot bed. And he was towing down a U-Haul trailer, and they had the truck bed loaded down, and he had all of like his work tools and whatnot in there. They had a Subaru that they loaded up with a bunch of house supplies and whatnot, and they've got movers bringing more stuff down. But... He asked his buddy with a lifted 6.0 to tow his trailer down, which had all of the shop stuff. So uh, it's the 4th, and I get a text, hey, we're, we're um, an hour out. Okay, cool. Go over there. The trailers ripped the hitch off of the 6.0, like tore the metal. Down? Down. Yep. Like yep. Out. Yeah, oh, like dude. opened up like and was held up to the frame rail by ratchet straps to get oh. it in there. Um, it's the cross, so the pretty much the piece that crosses and then holds the hitch, right? It twisted and ripped down. Yep. 
I've done that before. I have been there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. It was a little bit of an older hitch, but it wasn't as rotted out as I was expecting it to be for the level of carnage that incurred. So uh, also towed o- overweight it. or raw? Overweight. I'd probably say both, though, because uh, it would start. Both. Yeah, I was going to say because like. If it wasn't overweight, it wouldn't have happened. But to give you an idea as to the amount of tongue weight that was on there, I put, they're like, ah, shit, I was going to tow the trailer back, but there's no way I'm towing it back like this. And I'm like, I, yeah, I don't blame you. So um, it ended up being that they got in so late and they had driven through the night and they hit like all the areas that you could possibly hit traffic. They hit like multiple hour traffic jams. Oh, so they were on the road. We made it in 18 hours uh, when you factor in our stopping and, like, staying for the hotel and whatnot. Total on the road time. Uh, they made it in 23 and a half driving straight through with oh. repetitive issues. So they didn't want to go to the storage unit and all that. So I'm like, whatever. I hooked my truck up, and I start taking Wait, the back whoa, down. Whoa, before you, before you go anywhere, you just saw what it did to a similar truck similar yep. year and you said fuck yeah, it i'm gonna hook, hook my up. truck up to <laughs> hook it up yeah well there it was at a uh condo like he moved into a townhouse and um so there was no way that we could unload it because all this stuff had to go to the storage unit and the storage unit was 50 or like 10 15 miles away so i'm like whatever just do it and my hitch also isn't rotted that it's like brand new it's never Fair been enough. abused uh so i start cranking the jack down and i see my truck hit the helper and i'm like all right this should be good nope <laughs> keeps going i'm like all right let's <laughs> all go. the way down to the bump stop right <laughs> i've got the um the at like the foam cushion things in there that aren't the bump stops but they're like the to help with the weight yep 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 hit those went down another half of an inch and then we unload the U-Haul, and there's over a thousand pounds of weights in the U-Haul because he's a heavy like weightlifter. So <laughs> those ended up in my truck bed. <laughs> my truck is like on the bags all the way, and I go to pull out, and it doesn't feel bad. Oh, and it doesn't have trailer brakes because the wiring harness. Got- oh, fuck that. I don't care <laughs> yeah. who you are as a friend. If you're heavy hauling, you didn't load it right. It's multiple thousand pounds and there's no trailer brakes. Eat shit. Start taking shit off and then I'll pull it. Fuck that. So I pull out onto the main road and I'm like slowly starting to speed up and the truck's doing fine with it. And I get up to like 70. And I look down, and it's turning 4,500 RPMs going up like a light grade. And then we got into the heavy grade going up the hill to my place. And, like, it held at 3K, but it was acting like it was towing my Jeep with just this single-axle 5K-rated trailer and a 1,000 pounds of weights in my bed. <laughs> it's got to be a Ford thing because I've I've put – a lot of weight in the back of my Chevy and I have not had it that bad. So maybe it's just, um, maybe it's just your shitty Ford. It must be 
But <laughs> that shitty Ford moves my uh, shitbox XJ a lot easier than the Chevy did. No, yeah, I don't blame you. I'm just fifteen hundred. I'm kind of just surprised though. That's fucking like no, it was wickedly weight, dude. That oh yeah. Because like I put a bobcat and it was a nine thousand pound bobcat on the back of my truck with six eight foot parking blocks. You know, I'm talking about like the con- yep. concrete parking blocks and those things. Like you can't move those by hand. And I'm less like granted, yeah, I loaded it myself, so I kind of balanced everything. But I didn't even have that much of a trouble. So that fucking thing must have been stupid heavy. It like, was stupid heavy. He had um, uh, one of those long roll- Harbor Freight rollaways, and then um, he had three of those rigid job boxes filled with weights and weightlifting supplies, and then he had his power tools in another one that was stacked with the legs taken off of it on top of another one and a motorcycle lift. And I'm gonna go with at least 300 pounds of bullets. Um, on there, that still doesn't seem like enough though to make it do that. It was all ton weight. Yeah, but your truck should still be able to hold. I think it's it's literally what 2,500 pounds in the bed of your truck or something like that. Or oh yeah, but you're talking about multiple rigid job boxes, a motorcycle lift that weighs 500 pounds. Um, all the tools that he had for working on motorcycles. Richie has seen the guy's shop uh, at his house. All yeah. of that was on that little uh, 16 foot long single axle, and the axle yeah. is all the way in the back. Uh, so okay. it all ends up as tongue weight. <laughs> Jesus. That's sketchy. So, Fuck that. Yeah, so the trailer ended up bent. The trailer axle is bent. Um, if you know anyone that's looking for a mint trailer in uh, Cleveland, Tennessee, one grand or best offer, take it away. <laughs> so what you're saying is it looked like Dan had it for like a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a very fitting description. <laughs> that's that's a fun that's a fun fourth. I uh, went to a buddy's house, did some fireworks. Okay, I say it like it was a nonchalant thing. These motherfuckers go crazy for fireworks. I'm talking like four foot tall stacks, like eight of them full of fireworks. They like all the whole nine yard. It's a great time. And then Monday we went go karting for my birthday. They invited me out to go go karting with them. And Happy actually, birthday, fucktard. We love you. Well, my well, my birthday's been like a few weeks back now, but still. Oh, okay. Funny enough, actually, today is my mom's birthday, and that kid, Marco, whose house I went to for the fireworks, is their birthday today. But still, went out there, uh, kicked some ass, you know, a few seconds ahead of or Well, technically, it's like 1 to 0.5 seconds faster than everybody else. But on a 15-second track, that's fast. So, um, but it was a good time. I accidentally slid into my friend's girlfriend and definitely like feel like I broke her rib. But it was a good time. It's it a good time. What about you, Graham? Well, minus the uh, you know, the Jeep work and the J20 work, I got a message on you know, the day of the fourth, early in the morning. They're like, "Hey, do you want to come down to Rhode Island? We're doing a uh." barbecue and we're gonna have fireworks and stuff and i was looking at the weather and on the north shore it was pouring rain the whole day and it was going to continue raining and in rhode island it was not going to be raining by the time i was going to be there so i figured 
you know, fuck yeah, I'm going to go and, you know, have a barbecue and shoot some fireworks and hang out with people and have it not be pouring rain because that's way... did mm-hmm. you hold the did you hold the roman candle the proper way this time not facing at your dick uh, i wasn't i wasn't i didn't i didn't shoot any no <laughs> okay so i didn't i didn't have to deal with that fortunately you, um, you probably didn't shoot any because everyone heard about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was a good time that was with uh you know jess and logan and you know all those nice. guys who i had met at the yeah, the wedding i'd hung out with them for a week in north carolina so it was you know that's cool all good that's friends cool. all people i had basically lived with for the week and it was all all a good time uh and i didn't i didn't i purposely didn't drink a lot i had a couple beers and then i you know, i was there for probably five hours figured i was gonna drive home late get home then i can have a productive you know fifth well in this story i've uh i've now Relay replayed it back to probably every group of friends or people I know at this point, and it still gets me. It's a kind of a wacky scenario, and I'm still like, I'm still sort of uh, unraveling it. The more I talk about it, it's kind of interesting. Is uh, on my way back at around twelve, um, the alternator on the J20 just stopped charging. So, and this was really a, a bigger issue mainly because of the EFI which I didn't really, you know, I didn't think about it until I was dead on the side of the road and had plenty of time to think about why, why am I here? But um, with the EFI, it doesn't charge, or it doesn't fire uh, past about 8 volts. So I drove it till it had no more voltage in the battery to fire the injectors and run the fuel pump, yada yada. And then I was dead on 295. And it's, it wasn't too late. I didn't really think anything of it at the time. I um called AAA. I've always had AAA. Got a hundred miles. Wasn't it? GPS. Wasn't it two a.m.? Uh, <laughs> we're, we're getting there. We're oh, getting there. Okay, sorry, sorry. I just it, trying to put the time zone of what I th- or the time. Oh you know, yeah, no. What I exactly. Thought. See, every time I tell the story, it becomes clearer for myself and others as as it goes. But All right. So initially, so it was quick, not that right? late. Mm-hmm. When was the initial AAA call? Roughly. Well, I can look it up if you want the exact time, but it was probably around 12.30. Okay. Okay. And so, I was so we on have hold. the start of the time. Yes, yes. I was on hold with AAA for about an hour, which isn't... It, it's happened before. If it's a busy night, I get it. Whatever. I was in a safe spot on the side of the highway, just chilling. Like, it was... A safe spot on the side of the highway. Yeah, I mean, I was like I, I, off. I was like off halfway in the breakdown lane, halfway in the grass, because I knew I was gonna be there for a minute. Dude, you do realize that's what they clarify as a not a safe place, right? Oh, I mean, I was there for hours, so it was pretty fucking safe. <laughs> they they always say like, "Oh, are you in a safe spot?" Meaning, are you in a parking lot? Are you at your driveway? No, when I they was mean... not there. Oh, they what they is... brought oh. me there. They brought me to a safe spot. All right. But oh, <laughs> yeah, so about after an hour on the phone, I get I get a guy. So now it's probably, you know, one thirty at this point. I get I get a guy on the phone from AAA. He's like, oh yeah, where are you now? I told him my location. You know, the typical AAA bullshit. They figure out where you are and they figure out who's gonna tow you. He said, oh yeah, okay, we can get a tow truck driver to you in like half an hour, which is honestly for AAA. I w- at the time, other than the hold, the wait I was on for the call, I didn't really think anything of it because. A half hour for them is pretty good. 
usually it's about yeah. 20 minutes to 40 minutes and if it took them an hour to get me on the phone that means they're pretty busy so half an hour for a tow truck is a bed so wait about another half an hour and then i get another call so where are you again are you on are you going east it said you were going east this is 295 has a south and a north there's yeah. no east and west uh, i was gonna say that but i was like maybe i'm wrong i was like but i'm pretty sure it runs from like milford down to the cape area like yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, so there was red flag number one. And then they tell me, well, we can get a driver to you, but they can't take you to to Marblehead. They can't take you back 77 miles. So I was like, okay, well, what what can they do? What are my options? And they said, well, they can take you to a safe location, you know, off the highway. And I, this is sort of when I, Cody, I talked with you and Colin a little bit because yeah. I mean at this point it's you know it's probably 33 2 in the morning right and I'm still yeah. sitting there with no tow truck in sight and they're like oh yeah we can promise one in uh in half an hour and it'll bring you up the highway so now I'm sort of just confused as to what the fuck I'm supposed to do and in between the time I was waiting for the driver I think they called me one other time uh for whatever reason and they asked me, or I, I asked them if they could tow me 27 miles instead of 77 miles. And they're like, no, 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 we can't do it. We don't have enough drivers, yada, yada, something. But they've got enough drivers to put me on the truck to take me off the highway. And That's said, crazy. God forbid you, they drive, you know, half an hour to just get me somewhere. Too easy. When I, when I pay for the membership. To give it's like a hundred dollars a fucking year, yeah. To, to go a hundred miles, and I don't use it. Uh, that's not true. I I used to use it a whole bunch, and it never got never had any issues with it. I haven't really used it too much past couple years. Like I haven't needed to go long distances. Previously, I have. They've had no issue taking me, but I think it was sort of just the perfect storm of Fourth of July night, and you know, just the the time of night that there were just not a lot of drivers. So. But it just doesn't make sense though it really doesn't make sense no, because no. they don't do like towaways or like dui towaways so like what else are they fucking doing on fourth of july night like why can't that's fucking yeah. crazy and, and there was like other conversation too that i'm i'm sort of skipping on because the story Wait. could drag on forever hold on they triple has other contracts with other towing companies yep dude i would be fucking i'd be i don't know dude fuck that Yep. I would have been like at the point of going thermonuclear. But we aren't even at the best part. Hold on, hold on. Uh, oh god. But yeah, I mean and there was other there was another portion that I sort of missed where one of the uh dispatchers I was talking to was like, Wait, you were on hold for an hour? We're not getting that many calls. Like they're not that busy. I was like but why was I waiting for so long? Like, come on. It was just They forgot about There you. was there was a lot yeah. of miscommunication throughout the entire thing, and it only gets more apparent as I continued throughout the night. Uh so I think around two thirty the tow truck finally showed up and I get in with the you know, the guy pulls it onto the bed, get in with him, talking with him for a little bit. I was like, So, I've got to go somewhere and you're not allowed to tell me far. Where do you want to drop where do you want to drop me? He said, Well the Lincoln Mall is pretty close. And uh we can I can stop at a gas station for you too. I'm gonna get you know my lunch and you can probably get some supplies for the night and I was like, Yeah, that sounds like a plan. So I went to the went to the twenty four hour gas station, I got some water, some granola bars, and an energy drink for the morning. 
and then he towed me to the to the Lincoln Mall, and he he was what? It just was it was surreal. He was like, "So where do you want me to put you?" I was like, "Well, let's look for a place that's not under a street light or a light, and you know the back could probably be secluded." So he brings me around to the back, take takes it off the flatbed, and uh, that's where I slept for the night. And why? Why couldn't you have a bring you to like a truck stop or something to where at least you might have some form of normal supplies? Because, okay, he was not comfortable doing this either. This is just what they told him to do. Like the truck driver was what? like, "Yeah, this is fucking bullshit. Like, you shouldn't have to deal with this." But I literally you can't drive you. Should have worked out a deal with him, dude. No, I would really had. He had to go to Providence or something. Like he had other things like that they had lined up for him, so he couldn't take me anywhere. But like off the highway, they had strictly told him that they couldn't take me where I needed to go. What? That's yep. a major bip, dude. Think of the fucking lawsuit if you had gotten like attacked or something that night. The potential oh, yeah. lawsuit you could have had. If, Holy I just, shit. if it was like actually cold out, I mean, fortunately, it was a pretty mild night. Like it wasn't, dude. It wasn't That's... cold, but and then the best part was after they dropped me there, I probably got called three times by three different dispatchers, and they each time they were like, "So we're trying to figure out what we're gonna do to tow your vehicle, and it's an unoccupied tow, right? Like you're you're gonna get a ride, you you got a ride, and it's just we're picking up the vehicle for you in the morning." I was like, "No, I'm in the truck because this is what you decided you were gonna do with me." Uh, so <laughs> if you can get me a tow truck, that'd be great. And I don't even need to go the 77 miles. If you could just tow me 27, like, that'd yeah. be great. And then What? It, yeah, so this went on from, like, from when I was dropped off till 3.30, I think they gave me the last call. Uh, and at 3.30, they were like, well, <laughs> this person, at this point, I was, you know, I don't, I was getting pretty frustrated with them just calling me with no... They, there's, yeah. there's no reason for them to be calling me. They were literally just calling me because they were confused as fuck as to what I was doing. And I was like, well, listen, if it's going to be the same song and dance every fucking hour that you can't get me a tow truck or it's going to be another hour or 90 minutes before you can even say what the availability is going to be, just just leave it. Call me at 7 yeah. tomorrow when this shift changes and, and tell me. I don't want to get another fucking call and have to, you know, I'm trying to get at least some sleep tonight. Like, yeah, uh, I, I, dude, that puts such a sour taste in my mouth for AAA. Like, the, I've never once, dude, we were out in Huntington, which is like an hour and a half into the fucking boonies from my house. We called them at three in the morning, like four o'clock in the morning during the beginning of COVID to come and pick us up with a dog, and they still did it. So, for the fact of them to not even be able to fucking pick you up. I think actually, fuck, it might have been 4th of July. I genuinely think it was 4th of July that we were up there. And they still came out and fucking got us. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It was odd. It was a very uh, surreal experience that I never would have expected to have with with AAA. But it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's like what happens when you go on Wish.com and buy AAA. <laughs> Dude, seriously. Did you get the Groupon version of AAA or something? Like, how the <laughs> fuck did you get screwed that bad? I don't know. Uh, I've told the story in private, but uh, Kish can attest to this one. We were on our way back from Pennsylvania. Oh, Roush Creek. And... I had some shitty swampers, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast, so I'm going to be real brief with it, but 
one of them started throwing the tread off, like literally throwing chunks of rubber, like clean off like the tire. Full so, delaminations. Oh, so God. I'm like, okay, well, I've got a spare. I had just thrown the spare on right before we went to go to Roush. So no big deal. Slap it on. Another couple hours goes on. Uh, not even a couple hours. Another hour goes on. He hit a really bad pothole. My Jeep felt like he got punched as the tire came up, hit the door, and then I think it punched Richie in the arm because he had his yep. arm out the window. So that <laughs> I had down. It, well, from the fucking rubber launching itself off with the tire. So we pull over as a convoy and like, um, my buddy had a two or a mutual friend of ours had a 2.884 Cherokee that one of the heads let go on. So he was on a triple H, uh, truck already on his way home. So we pull over and they keep going. And my, the other guy that was with us, like, I'm so sorry, dude, but like, he's in the car. We got to get this figured out. Call triple A. Well, we looked at the tire, realized that the spare was literally sitting in the back, delaminated, no fucking air in it because it was just on the passenger front <laughs> and or on the driver front, I mean, and uh, the passenger fronts let go. All right, well, we'll continue going for a little while. So we were going slow. Rear tire delaminates. Fuck. Okay. Call AAA. It's like, what time was that? Maybe like 10 o'clock at night? earlier than that nine o'clock at night and so we're waiting for triple a for about three four hours um they showed up they hooked us up and um we started to get back on the highway and the truck blew the turbocharger like boot clean off blew the turbo guys like i gotta limp this thing home so he unloads us backwards on a on-ramp or on a truck stop like to get back on the highway ramp and um you know we're 80 something miles from home at this point i thought we were still in pennsylvania when that happened no that was uh new york almost to the connecticut border okay so oh yep yep we're waiting and it's almost three in the morning and they still haven't been able to find another truck and they're like we can't find another truck for you until uh maybe eight tomorrow morning if you're lucky so we ended up turning around on that ramp and i drove in the breakdown lane all the way from the new york connecticut border like maybe 30 miles from the border home at 30 miles an hour on tires that were like delaminated because yeah holy shit to work (laughs) in my dad's jetta because we're at my house Jesus yep. Christ. So See, we, this we, is why, hopefully Johnny B's listening, don't buy Super Swampers or bonker, Boggers. I said bonkers. 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 <laughs> those things are bonkers. Don't dude. buy those bonker tires. Uh, <laughs> they well, trash. had a date code of 2000, so it was 2014. They were 14-year-old tires, and well, I had just beat the shit out of them. And then my transmission shit the bed the next week. Fuck but that. also to put it in perspective, it took us like what five and a half hours to get to Roush. Yeah, we That's left Roush at noon, and we didn't get back to Terryville, Plymouth, till about until what three thirty four. No, I was still trying to get AAA. We didn't get home till almost five. 
Oh, we didn't get home until five the next oh. morning. Jesus. So that's yeah. like what eighteen hours, seventeen hours. That's horrible. Yeah. That's absolutely horrible. Um, and in this time period, someone lost their fingertip, blew up a two point eight liter. The, uh, the guy with the two point eight liter. Yes. He lost uh, a fingertip. He it was have a worse day than you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn. always an entertaining time. <laughs> so, so they they ended up deciding to pick up an auxiliary uh, e-fan for the uh, guy with the 2.8, and they were trying to figure out which way the fan blew because it wasn't marked, and yet he found out which way it blew with his finger. Uh, yeah. To, to clarify, for anybody listening, the generic and most likely way to determine that is whichever side doesn't spin, that's where the airflow goes through. Just so everybody knows. So, on a fan, yeah. Unless it's like unless you're wiring it fucking backwards to make it spin the opposite way, they're generally wired so that way See, it the blows. The electric from... fan I just put on the J20 actually has a uh, the the piece is on both sides, so there's no way to. The only way to know it which direction it spins is it's got this little arrow on it, which I guess makes it pretty easy to determine. But you know, I forget why this was going on. I just know that at the point where this had happened, we'd already been on the road for multiple hours. The dude was probably heat stroking because it was a 84 with no air conditioning and multiple engine problems. So, mm. yeah, it was bad. when you're in a vehicle that's hot as shit. You don't have. Oh, water, he had the like... heat on. He had oh, to have yeah, the heat he was on overheating. to keep it. Yeah. Yep. Been there. You just have to have like a fucking case of water. You're not yeah. like, you don't even have to worry about peeing. You're just gonna pretty split sure all that he shit did. up. Yeah, well, pretty I guess sure you can he only did do it for so long. Yeah, Although was... we did have a nurse in the convoy. Yep, she so took care she, of his finger. She wrapped up the finger real nice and pretty. Jesus! Oh my god. fucking god! <laughs> Good times. Brought to you by Roush Creek, Pennsylvania. I can't wait to go back. <laughs> um, the best of times. So that was my AAA horror story, um, and why I don't, or why yeah, you will that never. That sounds about s- the same as mine. It seems like if they don't have their shit together, like you're fucked. It it definitely sort of opened my eyes, like to you can't you can't always rely on. I mean, they're usually slow, but you know, chances are they'll give me the runaround until they there's no option for them, and then you're just fucked. So it's definitely so, going to change my mindset and how I prepare for some of these things because so grant exactly what fun. is the conclusion to your story though well the conclusion was i slept for two and a half hours woke up to the street sweeper in the morning sweeping the mall parking lot and then sort of chilled there for a minute had a had my granola bar and my energy drink got a call from them at six thirty, and they had a truck to me at seven and then they towed me the 27 miles to my buddy's place that's and horrible. Then, and then we figured out the alternator situation there and got it charging good enough to go the rest of the way home on its own. So you oh, want okay. to explain the alternator situation? Because uh, I mean, it's somewhat a technical podcast, so yeah, we pretend fair. at least uh, once in a while. It's not just story time with Graham, Cody, Luke, and Richie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I have a feeling there's there are multiple issues with with it. I'm not 
100% convinced it was purely the alternator's fault. It's got some questionable wiring throughout the whole, you know, charging system and power system. It's it's set up like it's supposed to be a GM one-wire alternator, but it's not. It's using a uh, the AMC. The, the alternator that's supposed to be in the truck is in the truck. There just is some wiring missing, and the wires that are there are going to the thing like it's a GM one wire. So it it's definitely got some hokey bullshit. I've done too much reading on how it's supposed to be wired to try and alleviate it. What ultimately helped initially, and the reason I've been able to drive it uh, pretty much worry-free for the past several months other than this time, was because I, I redid all of the main battery cables. So, I mean, it was just getting you know clean power to most locations and it 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 actually started charging properly because the whole thing with the gm1 wire is your it doesn't charge at idle it only charges when you're when you're moving which isn't usually a problem but if it's not charging well to begin with it it is a problem hmm. um but even with the when we got to my buddies to colin's house actually it was uh we put a new alternator in it i got the it had a lower voltage or lower output alternator, and I got a I got the the higher of the two because it's got a whole bunch of electrical shit on it, right? It's got the EFI now, it's got the dump bed, it's got the the shit for the plow in the front. Like there's a lot going on with it electrically, so I figured that wouldn't hurt it to put the better alternator on it. And even when we put that in, it wasn't it wasn't charging right. So I have a feeling there's something going on with either that ground cable it's got in it, which looks fine, but isn't it isn't one of the ones I replaced and it, even it technically it should ground through the block as well it shouldn't need that I don't think from what we were reading while we were trying to figure out why the fuck it still wasn't charging with a brand new alternator uh, it, that was you know one of the things we looked at but so just to put something in perspective though I know that Caitlin has been having troubles with her ground again mm-hmm. and her battery and her alternator are brand new and I'm I'm 95% sure that the reason it's not charging is because it doesn't have the ground from the block. Or that the to ground the, from the block does not work. Yeah, to the battery. Yeah. Because, well, like, I don't know, I don't yeah. know if that's, what, granted, that's many years of differences between your J20 and her 2006 Wrangler, but still. I don't think hers is an issue with it not charging, though, right? I'm pretty sure it's just that the voltage reading on the gauge isn't right. I don't know. Is it No, it literally... Oh, is it no, I think so. I think what's happening is it just it literally is not is not allowing power to the battery because that ground is no no longer there. I mean, that's how like electricity works. You know, it needs a ground to have a source to to make the circuit, you know. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't have the ground, then it's not making the circuit and it's just running off the battery. Well, you ought to check the control wires to it as well, because that if it doesn't have those, it's never going to new. They're new. Her and her dad went crazy with the alternator. They changed everything except that one ground. It's in a fucking start to derail your thing, but it's in like the most stupid position to tighten or loosen it. You literally have to, uh, you have to hold the wires, get in there super deep to get to it. And it's fucking stupid. So we've just been like scraping it and scraping it. And every once in a while it goes away and then it comes back. And uh, yep. well, what we did that I think, I mean, we did a lot of random shit, but. And all at once, too. So there was no... It wasn't like we were being scientific about it. We were just throwing things at it to get it to charge at all. Uh, And what seemed to do the trick, what I think did the trick, was changing 
where the power wire from the alternator was going. Now it's supposed to go to, at least I think that's how it was, and that's what I read on the you know, the 87 AMC schematic for the thing, is it's supposed to go to the starter solenoid. That starter solenoid has about, and there's it's just a common rail power post on the starter solenoid, so it's not like it's not directly connected to the battery. It literally just goes up one wire, and it's at the battery. It's just a big huh. post with everything on it. But it's not the original starter solenoid for the thing to begin with, or the you know, the switch. I don't know if they call that a solenoid. I think that's what it is. Um, but it moving that from the solenoid with all the other random shit to the battery directly seemed to give it you know, some some of its own juice, right? And I think maybe that was part of it. Maybe I need to change that starter solenoid. There's something going on with that. I don't know what the voltage limit on it is. I don't know what it's supposed to be getting or, or amperage or whatever the fuck it is. But it's old. It doesn't ground it. It grounds through the body. It's got a self-tapper that grounds the fucking thing. And I've oh. already had to deal with that previously when I first got the thing. So who knows? I mean, there's just so much hokey bullshit. Initially, when I got it, sometimes it wouldn't turn off. And that was because all the wires were like, they literally just took the wires and twisted them all together and wrapped them around the post and then tightened the nut down, which isn't, that's no, no good. And occasionally it just wouldn't turn off. So there's some control wires in there that were getting fucky uh, initially. And that shouldn't, that shouldn't happen. Right. I, I don't know. It, I had a, a uh, I had a funny problem like that with one of my old Cherokees. <laughs> We had to run like the e-fan wasn't turning on, so we just hot wired it into the uh, like we pulled the ignition uh, fuse and then just shoved the wire in there and then shoved it in and it just wouldn't turn off. It would like you turn it off and you'd wait and wait. And sometimes it would turn off in like two seconds. Sometimes it'd be like 10 well, seconds. See, that's <laughs> actually because you wired the fan is technically a generator as well. So when you take key oh. power off. The fan is spinning, generating power, and it's continuing to keep the ignition powered. <laughs> so that is why it would take a second to turn off. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's funny how that stuff works. But hmm. yeah, it, there's there's more to go through with that. And then anybody have here... you have you tried hitting it with the biggest possible bronze hammer you can? That might um, fix it. I don't think it will. See, electrical problems. They don't. Brute force doesn't fix electrical problems. You have to actually look for the problem and resolve it. What's that? What? I don't know. What is the problem? Does not compute. Oh, do you want to know something? Speaking about Cherokees and fucked up shit and Jeeps and whatnot. So, me and Marvell this weekend were building his bumper. First off, he he used a torch to cut the holes into the bumper plates because he decided that would be a lot quicker than drilling the holes. Oh, it definitely whatever. is. It is whatever. I don't blame it came out him. nice. He's right. I told he like I I know when he's not a hundred percent about doing something because he asks me for validation on it, <laughs> and then if I say no, he just does it anyways. But he wants to validate his idea if I say yes. So we do it. Everything's good. And we're measuring everything, checking because he wants to do a, a hidden winch. He wants to put it behind the bumper and have it only stick out about like, actually, it's it sticks out less than my bumper, which is pretty impressive. Um, but clearance is clearance. Correct. And like he, he has four inches from the from the flywheel to it. But your radiator only has 
two inches from the from the actual fan clutch to the radiator. So we're like, we'll know, like you're gonna hit that before you hit the winch. So at least we have some safe area. But so we put it in, and we like we're thinking about it. And I'm like, yeah, dude, think about it. Like, why would Colin and Graham have their winch <laughs> offset, dude? Like, we would have noticed that, that their bumper, yeah, like, yeah, the winch was offset. That. Yep. Bro, those motherfuckers have an offset winch, and I never I, fucking I, realized I, it. I got the call, and they were like, is your winch offset? I was like, yeah, by a couple inches. It's not perfectly centered. Couldn't dude. Be. So frustrating to then realize that, like, we're just fucking idiots and cut everything straight. Everything well, was it's good. It's amazing how the mind works, right? That our winches are not centered on the bumpers at all. Collins is a yeah. little more than mine. Mine because I've got the hydro assist mounted in that funky way with the end cap. It had yeah. to be over like another inch, and even then, like it's still installing that bumper. It touches that fitting. It's that tight of a clearance to the thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't. It's just it's funny how you you look at it and you're like, oh, that's got to be centered, right? They built that right. No. You look no, at it, and if no. you're actually looking at it for that, like... It's, it's a good three inches to the, um, if I remember correctly, left. Passenger. Yes. yes, and we then realized it, and now he had to cut a new piece and reuse it because... Uh, we are Why didn't he just idiots. cut new holes? Because structurally it just makes more sense to uh oh they're tiny holes weld them up yeah i know and i think he might have but like what last we talked again it was one of those things of validation he's like well could i just drill new holes and put it over i'm like you could but you shouldn't and so i don't know we shall see <laughs> because like it, it just it was so it's it ships correct and <laughs> he ended up <clears throat> sorry um he did end up making a new piece or whatever. He put it all on and it fits and I'm impressed with him. But like, dude, that just that realization of just like, damn, we're fucking idiots. And we could have just asked somebody before we measured And Don't get me wrong. The dude measured perfectly. All the bolt holes went in straight. Everything went in straight, slid it in. And he had just enough room because he cut the line, like the, he cut the piece on the, uh, that cross member there and it like fit in perfectly. And then we're just like, dunk, dunk onto the steering box. And Yeah. Nice. To be that fair, Cody, really... oh, I would I would have thought it was perfectly centered too. Yeah, right. That's what <laughs> I would have If I was on my own, I cool. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Well, take a closer look at it next time you see it. It's not even close. No, I I can't <laughs> fucking see that. I'm not going to be I'm, that. I'm going to not be able to see it now. Every time I look at your guys's jeep. Yep. Yeah. And it, like you, you genuinely don't realize it, and but then once you do, it's pretty noticeable. But like my brain definitely thought that it was uh, like it was offset, genuinely. But yep. Oh well, I'm stupid. But it came out good. We did my uh, <laughs> oh, fucking Buck and Caitlin are gonna hate me for this one, but we did my trans cooler, my radiator, and I guess it's three times a charm to getting your trans coolers dead 90 because Caitlin's looks like crackhead put their fucking glasses on sideways as they mounted it because the thing's at an angle buck this is a slight angle then you look at mine and it's just fucking dead nuts flat <laughs> mine my power is crooked as fuck. just zip tied to the grill yeah. i didn't even give a shit why didn't you just use the little fucking the tie like the little because it didn't come with them because i had it laying around from another project 
You can go to the store and buy them. You can buy them. Think about who you're talking to. Yeah, but I mean, like, I got my whole kit for dirt cheap. Like, really dirt cheap. Think Um, about who you're talking to. I guess you're right, but I mean... Like, do, do you really think that there is an iota of care about that? Well, I mean, you don't care now, but you will when it breaks. And then I'll just deal with it again. You just put it like, on correctly so it doesn't have to break. Because hey. good enough is sometimes just good enough. My trans cooler is just zip tied to my grill, and the zip ties have, in fact, broken a few times before. I just re zip tie it. Fair. Yeah. Whatever works. Yeah. But I'm like my judge your power. I'm not gonna lie replacement. though. But if my, it's not uh, straight, I do judge you a little bit harder. My lines like the actual routing of my lines though looks fucking minty. Like they everything just looks and flows so nicely. But the only thing is when I do a uh, steering box cooler, I'm gonna have to uh do one eighties out of it. So that way it routes backwards. So that way I could put another good size because I think I got a 7,500 GVW for the trans, which I don't even fucking need, to be honest with you. The thing's massive. And yeah, you will want that. You'll be surprised. Caitlin's like, we'll go on a long drive. Like we when we went to uh, Maine, you could literally take your hand, put it on both sides of the cooler, and yep. they're cold, completely cold. Okay. Now, dumb question here because I'm not that smart, but... When was the last time Caitlin's Jeep sat there, nose up, you know, trying to crawl a ledge uh, or a black trail for like an hour and a half? And, uh, you know, <laughs> Cody decides that he's going to start driving by Braille and taking, as he calls them, entertaining lines um, <laughs> and really working that thing. Caitlin's Jeep driving down the highway. All you're going to do is just force air right through that. Driving up a nice uh, hill climb, you're not going to pull any air because, like, it's crazy to think about. But when we're getting a shit ton of wheel speed, we might barely be hitting 20 miles an hour. And the Jeep's moving 20 to 5. Okay, yeah, I guess wheel speed, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. If you've got a Jeep moving at 20 fucking miles an hour on the trail, you're fucking hauling. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess you're right, but like, I don't know. My it's shit just, it... gets hot if I'm hammering on it or not going anywhere. Yep. But I also I'm currently sure have. Does. I currently have mm-hmm. the problem of the, uh, um, the problem of like my power steering overheating. So, I don't know. We shall see. Um, I definitely have a lot to do before I kind of tackle that problem, anyways. So. And since I got shit on about how my uh, cooler was angled, I have to ask how my Jeep is doing, Kish. It's got a drive shaft. Yay! I I haven't been able to find the fucking seat bolts on the floor. They are literally on the floor, like right next to the pedals. The floor of the fucking Jeep? (laughs) I thought you meant the shop floor. No. Oh no! <laughs> Son of a bitch! He's crawling around on his hands and knees, just looking for the bolts. <laughs> I spent like forty-five minutes on my knees looking. Oh no! I'm sorry. I thought that. Son of a bitch! I thought that when I said on the phone they were next to the pedal, you would have gotten what I was talking about. I didn't hear you say that. 
I just heard four. <laughs> well, I guess that I wasted so much time looking. Okay then. Jesus there's there's nothing like losing, losing those parts that you left right <laughs> in the most obvious spot. Yeah, and it's not Richie's fault because he wasn't no. the one who put them there. But no, it is. I've not been there. Fault. I'm sure and... everyone's been there. Like, where the fuck did that go? Well, it's just like with everything that's been going on down at the shop, and how many times shit's just been put here, then put there, put here, put there. I wasn't surprised when I got told they were on the floor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they they could have gotten knocked out. They could have been used for mock up on something and left there. Whatever. I was like, okay, no big deal. So, at this point, what's left? Throw a hatch on it and throw the seat in it? A uh, hatch and seat, yeah. Nice. So, given the fact and then that... clean the trash out. Nice. <laughs> Sweet. So, I'm excited to have that thing get up to Graham. Um, trying like hell to make Roush happen. I gotta see how it's gonna go, because I just started my job today. So, I don't know if they're gonna... And the other guy that... already in your, your like agreement i told them but they were very surprised when i told them that i had to go back up to connecticut as i had told them in the agreement so when uh, wait when did they go go fuck themselves yeah eat shit it's in the agreement yeah well i'm gonna have to figure that out but Uh, you'll be fine you got a couple months yeah, I'm going to hammer that. I told them Memorial Day weekend, and I wanted my birthday off. But even if I don't get my birthday off, I can live with it as long as I can get up to Connecticut and whatnot. Or you can just have Jacob uh, drive it down for you, and you can meet us there. Mm. <laughs> Jacob's going to be in for a fun time. Uh, he's driving. He's driven worse, I guarantee you. He's trying Wait, to get so- that rut. He's trying to get the red truck for Badlands. He's trying to get that ready. He's got this whole week off, so no shit. We'll, wow. we'll see where he's at. Um, so he'll be running. He'll there. be running with the little group then. Little group, little group. Yeah, if, if he gets it going. <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll see. He's got a bunch of the pieces, uh, good to go. It's it's mostly just like ball joints and random maintenance bits and finishing the sliders that he's got. What? What size tires? 37s. Lockers? Uh, he's getting a spool for one, and uh, we have welders. He's Okay, so... It's okay. got lockouts, I mean, so it doesn't matter. Like, No, I'm just making sure that... I, I don't know, I'm just making sure that he's not going to go up and just hate Badlands. Cause oh, he might, he has, but that's, he, hasn't he, he been, knows. He hasn't been to Badlands before, has he? Nope. Oh, Christ almighty. Oh but no! I'm I'm excited <laughs> to see him actually motivated to work on that piece of shit. Um, It'd be we'll, cool we'll see how it goes. if he even just made an appearance. I've only ever actually seen Jacob in person the one time at my house last yeah. year. Well, fun fact: Jacob was one of the founding members of Backyard Built. I He's know he was one of the founders. Yeah, actually. He I actually was with Gus and not Gus and Paul. Uh, who the fuck did Paul? Not Paul Revere. Uh, never mind. Anyways, I was gonna make a joke about the guys who went across the fucking river to like out west. Uh, um, Lewis and Clark. 
Lewis and Clark, Sacagawea. <laughs> okay, to be fair, so the reason why I said Gus and Paul's is there are two pharmacies that are in Western Mass. Gus and Gus Paul's, and Paul's. Yeah. Paul, Lewis and <laughs> Is that like Lewis and Clark on uh, the Wish Lewis and Clark? <laughs> <laughs> would, they, would they take a kayak? <laughs> They didn't have second to be there. It's another chick. One's got a kayak. The other's in one of those tubes. <laughs> Drinking beer the whole way. I'd be down for that. So is this all. a Wish.com podcast? Oh, oh fuck yeah. me. It's all the knockoff brands. Dude, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, we are the knockoff brand. <laughs> the, knock, the knockoff off-road podcast. Here we are. Wish.com. Yeah, it's not like that. You wanted an yes. off-road podcast. Dude. This is what you get. But Sorry, yeah, back story in, time with Gary and Terry. Funny enough, I actually I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the podcast about me almost buying Jacob's two door. I don't know. Way if you back have, when, bro. Small I'm talking, fucking world. Dude, way back when when a buddy of mine, uh Brandon, was into chair. That two door literally like for us started backyard built. <laughs> like it was so clapped out, and dude, Jacob was like, yeah, I bet that thing would run down the highway. Mind you, we're all the way out in fucking Salem, dude, pretty dude, much. He drove four hours to and from Maine multiple times in that thing. With, he just like, he as wanted it was. too much money, though. He wanted, like, 15 and would not drop from there. We had, like, <laughs> 900. Like, me and Tessie were the biggest douchebags. Like, I swear to God, my Facebook buyer rating is half of a star. I, I'm not kidding you. Like, the amount of just bullshittery of me just being, like, 500 bucks, 500 bucks, and then showing up and being like, yeah, I got 200. That's about all I could give you. Like, so we would do that, and we showed up to poor jacob's storage unit i ended up pissing in the middle of the parking lot because we didn't give a fuck like it was hilarious either way we show up we're looking at the thing Dude, we're that's like irrelevant nobody needs to know where you're peeing in the in the storage unit but i'm just saying like that's like the 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 story behind well, I mean, jacob it was the one like who's trying adventure. to sell his jeep he got for 450 dollars to you for 1500 <laughs> who's the bigger asshole here <laughs> like we were like 900 bucks he's like no we're like okay and then we just left and then from there then just randomly one day I forget what the fuck we were talking about I think it was the truck and I remember the truck he showed us the truck and that's what like sparked the memory but it was cool because like he only he was the only storage unit with power he was the only one there that could really work on stuff right like everybody else yeah. had like he got it he like grandfathered in where he could do things where everybody else like couldn't well, no he I don't know how he got that one specifically he wasn't grandfathered in by any means he had too uh, much shit, so he had to get that storage unit, and it, he happened to get the one that was next to the like the junction box for the rest of the whole, like that whole building. So he could just plug into the power outlets because the door was literally there and it wasn't locked. So, and I guess yeah. the only caveat was like they had to be able to get in if anything happened, and they needed to, you know, work on the fuse <laughs> panel. But whatever, just got a yeah. box Jeep in there. It's pretty cool. I'm excited to see Jacob come out wheel and like he's a good dude so he'll be definitely a good time to be around for sure because and yeah, we'll have just, another small he guy to, he needs to have a rig to actually go because he's like he's he's part of the club he's committed to it and stuff but he's just like there's no motivation to work on it because he doesn't actually get to use any of it so tell him to bring the renegade no the no. renegade will not be off-roading i don't think I think just his biggest problem is he has so many hands and so many baskets at one time that it's just it's tough for him to stick to one of them. It's just yep. 
and I mean, all the kudos to him, but like, I, I've had to come to that realization where like, I just can't do all the shit I used to, plus what I want to do now. And there's just no, unless I'm a fucking millionaire, there's no way, not a millionaire, but like, you know, it need to be more than a millionaire because millionaires yeah. still don't have a lot of time. Exactly. Dude, trust me. I get that. <laughs> so fucking yeah. I have too many expensive hobbies, and now the girl's getting into the other one of my expensive hobbies, and that hobby just got more expensive. The, the midget porn hobby, or? <laughs> um, <laughs> if by midget porn you mean AR pistols, yes. <laughs> hey, AR pistols, just small ARs. It's the same thing. It's a midget AR, dude, you know? <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, Graham, I give you a lot of props for having one hobby. Kish, I don't know how you do one it. One hobby? You think I've got one? Okay. Two hobbies if we count the nerd shit. I mean, two main ones, yeah, I guess. But, I've been but what, other, what other things would you consider to be a hobby, then? Go ahead, tell us. I mean, he's not wrong. Those are like the main uh, ones. But what about uh, sport? Do you play sports? Oh yeah, I, I all those sports. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, I, I, can, I can throw the golf ball right through the goal. <laughs> <laughs> you do run though, so don't don't take don't take credit from that. You you go out and you exercise and run, so that's impressive because I know for sure my fat ass ain't running. So so I gotta ask: Do you use the nine iron when you're swinging for baseball? <laughs> oh no! I, you know how many home runs the, uh, I've got with the uh, with the putter. Okay. <laughs> now, when you're playing baseball, do you prefer to throw the basketball or football? <laughs> no, 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 no! It's about the soccer ball. You got to have those hexagonal patches. You can line those up with your finger. The the the, the little inserts just they fit perfectly. It's all oh, fun God. games until they start throwing bowling balls and you're stuck with a putter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yay, sports ball. Yeah, sports are great. The sports um, podcast coming soon. Oh, uh, God. Yes. <laughs> the Wish Sports Podcast. <laughs> and you just found the name for the podcast. Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So uh, I got to ask, because uh, little birdie told me through the grapevine, i.e. an angry wife, Kish, you were working on your Jeep? Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, because I keep fucking forgetting that Badlands is just next week. Yeah. By so, the way, <laughs> I have to get moving on shit. So yeah, I, I was down at the shop. The video that is a double middle finger to everyone here that is going to Badlands. Well, you decided to fucking move to Tennessee before Badlands. You didn't have to do that. Uh, you're not wrong, but you're also not correct. No, so, no, no, this is where you're like, I'll work for you, but not until the end of July. Boom. There you Yay, go. no money. Boom. <laughs> My lease Whatever. was ending at the July 1st, so. It's okay. Mall parking lots, you know, they're really not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you are the expert here. Oh, sorry. See, but at least if you went to a truck stop, you could have got a lot lizard to at least 
company for the night. Mm. Like, no, but I had IHOP. I had options. There was an IHOP. There was a McDonald's. I didn't go to any of them. I had to. I'd have to walk to the front of the mall because I didn't have a fucking vehicle that would have driven me there. But uh, I, I technically I could have survived there. There really was nothing. I like Dollar Tree. I could just live out of the truck, right? It wouldn't be too bad to be a homeless person at a mall as long as you didn't get caught. <laughs> I actually knew a homeless guy that lived at a mall. Exactly. You see, like, it's not that bad of a gig. Like, Back in get Boy the quarters out of the, yeah. We used to sell uh, chocolates or whatever, like the Boy Scouts, or it was Cub Scouts at the time. And I remember there was a homeless dude that lived at a mall that we'd always give a chocolate bar to every time we went. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, I think we're getting a little away from Kish working on his Jeep because that's Sorry. a monumental event in and of itself. Yeah, I'm Sorry. Yeah, I, I kind of just put my foot down and said, fuck you, I'm going to the shop. And that that, that went over exactly as everyone would imagine. Anyways. Uh, somewhat like Led Zeppelin, perhaps? Yeah, yeah, something like that. The, the airship, not the musician. Well, I don't think the actual, you mean the Hindenburg? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's a joke. Uh, all right continue continue so it, it crashed like a hydrogen balloon r slash whoosh yeah so i i got my uh frame rail straightened out from my accident back in february and i cut all the plates and braces for my new bumper nice sweet are we gonna get are pictures or are you just kind of pretending so that you feel cool no, I just didn't take any pictures because I was fucking sweating my balls off, fucking cussing at everything. I will say this. I feel bad for you guys back home because rumor has it you guys caught all of the humidity. Yeah. And the heat last week. Yeah. For the first yeah, time. Yeah, I was shocked. You guys were not to derail too far because I'm actually very proud of you, Kish. It's awesome yeah. and I'm glad that you're using the shop while I'm not there. Um. Uh, it's been like high 80s all week with low humidity out here. I heard back home that, uh, or from the kid that just moved down. I can't even call him a kid. He's older than me and he's married. Uh, from the young man that moved down here <laughs> that, uh, when he left, it was a hundred degrees in Connecticut. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was 85 down here with low humidity. Eat shit. All right. We live here, so it, we get like temperate weather. We don't want the fucking hot shit. You can have that. Yeah, fuck that. For most of the week last week at my uh, work, we had triple digits all week long, starting at like eight in the morning. Damn, I'm gonna constantly fight long. with these southerners to turn the AC up. I'm like, come on, guys. Does it really need to be 65 in here? It's 100 outside. <laughs> We're not amused, by the way. I don't know if you can see us. <laughs> We're not smiling or laughing I'm, or clapping for you, asshole. I'm going to slap the piss <laughs> off of you. <laughs> well, that means that you're going to come down to Roush, so that's a win for me. I don't care if I get a nice hard dick slap. Wait, how, for that. how are you getting your Jeep from up here? Are you driving your truck up here to oh, get I'm the truck? I'm cannonballing it. I'm leaving work and <laughs> heading up, and I'm going to drive until I crash, sleep in the parking lot, and then start driving again. Oh, God. Pick my Jeep up, go to the shop, get all of my tools, load all that stuff up, and then go back down. 
Jesus not, Christ. Not to take away from what you're saying, Luke, but on Saturday when I was at work at, at like 9 in the morning because we started at 7, my boss came up to check on me because I was setting up some machines. And he started in talking about sending me home because when he walked up, I was standing over a puddle of my sweat and he couldn't figure out why I was sweating that much. I'm like, cause it's fucking hot. <laughs> That's horrible. I'm happy that I don't have to deal with that right now. <laughs> but it, it, do, it doesn't oh, help. Guy wearing that. a hoodie. Dude, it's a, it's a chilly 63 in my room right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, my AC works pretty good, but last week, let me tell you by, by noon, it was struggling. It was not, it was not keeping up. It was bad. To clarify, well, you also have two very warm PCs in your room that are a hundred percent. Yeah, no, no, hot, but, like, yeah, but that's not that's not the main thing. The main thing is the windows that yeah, I. Yeah, but think uh, of what Like I was literally closing the the blinds because I didn't want the heat to come in and heat the room up because that's what <laughs> it was doing. It was just heating huh. up my fucking apartment. Actually, on that note, um, I have a towel with two t- um, tacks that I stick into the windowsill. Because for the people that can't see, there's a window behind me, and when it actually gets like warm out, my, my central air can't keep up. So by blocking the windows off, it definitely helps. Why wouldn't you just get a fucking like a drape, you know, instead of, instead of a towel? Because towels um, are cheaper. This is the Wish very, podcast. We give you wish advice. I'm not forget- <laughs> forgotten that this is like he said, the Wish podcast, and. If I'm being brutally honest, I'm so in love with the area that I'm probably not going to be staying here, so I'm not willing to put any money into this place at all. Wait, what? You just said you're um, so in love with the area that you're not planning on staying. I'm buying oh. a house. Oh, I understand now. That makes more sense. He Sorry. loves the area so much, he's not going to invest in living there at all. No, I'm going to be buying a house like in probably the next six months because... But it's in the middle of the market, me or fucking housing market bullshit. Bleh. Yeah, Sorry. well, whatever. Fuck it. I, I just fucking awesome. I just heard um, Colin screaming in my ear right there. <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah, you hear well, anything about the gooseneck argument too? Oh, uh, the bumper pull two car. Well, we won't get dude. into that one, but <laughs> the fucking, that, that, that is an entire podcast in itself. Oh, that oh. was a beautiful thing. We you want a two-car bumper pull, or do you want a two-car gooseneck? Gooseneck. Colin says gooseneck. bumper pull all day, which doesn't make it's, any fucking sense. And I don't even tow because things. he's never he's never towed the, the like he's never towed either of the. Well, hold on. He I don't believe he has towed a similar gooseneck to a bumper pull. Let me just clarify that. So. I will take either. I'm not very picky. Well, with how I, heavy you I would love a gooseneck. Yeah, but but um, I'm, I'm gonna put, I I want a gooseneck so much I'm gonna put it on my fucking bumper pull. Sick. <laughs> on, on, you know, my, my trailer hitch. <laughs> That's how much I want a gooseneck. Okay, hey, okay. At we least can't you can't be that much of a wish.com podcast. <laughs> that that's note, a little. I that's a little much. That so that's a too little, far. Uh, that's a little. You went over the edge there. Let's reel it back in. Well, Which, yeah, let's reel it back in. Got. Anyone got any final thoughts for this one? No, get us out of here. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
So just remember, when you order from Wish.com and you select podcast, there is a two-week delay, and we'll see you next time, you lucky bastards. <laughs>